0: Ladies and gentlemen, assalamu alaikum. Firstly, I'll like to acknowledge Aboriginal Australians past and present and pay my respects to all Indigenous and Torres Strait Islanders. I'll give you a warm welcome regardless of your beliefs, religion and culture. I also want to pay my respects to the Wurundjeri people whose land we settle on in this day and age. I would have liked to start my inaugural episode on the right footing personally, but sadly that won't be happening. That's not what's important right now actually. The only thing that matters right now are the tensions between Palestine and Israel. Tensions have escalated only further and this is sadly, sadly nothing new in the war-torn country that is Palestine. This has stemmed for 73 years and now it seems the world has finally woken up to the atrocities being committed by Israel. The heinous crimes being committed by Israel, such as genocide, have pushed Palestinian residents out of their homes and put their safety at stake. There is no doubting Israel has, has the arsenal and military force to defend itself and take action against any nation that threaten, thre- threatens its national security. But what message is Israel sending by storming Al-Aqsa Mosque, the third holiest place in Islam, attacking people, peacefully praying? To go into more context, we need to understand where this all stems from. From about 1000 BC, there have been many transitions of power in the Israelite Kingdom as that land would be conquered by Persians, Greeks, Romans and Ottomans, which recognised the land as Palestine. This force chose to flee, causing a dispersion of people from their homes. However, Jews faced oppression and persecution in Europe, so in 1880, many Jews started emigrating back to the Ottoman ruled Palestine, and there were more than 75,000 Jews in Palestine by the end of 1914. The land was inhabited by an Arab majority and a Jewish minority, and for a while, both groups coexisted in relative peace. But tensions mounted when Britain took on, took on the task of establishing a national home for the Jewish people, which issued a Balfour Declaration in 1917. Britain eventually took control of Palestine, Israel and Jordan from the Ottomans by the end of World War I. In 1947, after World War II was over, the UN decided to partition Palestine into two countries, the Jewish State of Israel and the Arab State of Palestine. On May 14, 1948, the State of Israel was established with Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion at the helm, Which in response from the Ar- which in response from the Arab League rejected the partition and attacked Israel. Israel retaliated, and its armed forces occupied much of the land that was designated to become the Arab state of Palestine. Fast forward to 2005, when violence was halted after Israel withdrew from Gaza, which led to Hamas winning an election, which also received backlash due to the methods Hamas carried out in the day-to-day operations. In 2014, all hell broke loose after Gaza was targeted by airstrikes killings in response to allegations Hamas kidnapped and killed three Israeli citizens. By July the 11th, 100 Palestinians had been killed by 1,000 Israeli airstrikes initiated by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. In, by July the 21st, 451 Palestinians were dead and it started to shed light on Obama's fault audio to get Israel and Palestine on the same side ever since he came into administration in 2009. After the conflict eased, 1,300 Palestinians were killed and 4,000 homes were lost. If there's anything to stop the bloodshed, it would have been better if Israel already withdrew from occupied Palestinian lands, as this would mean they would have no moral footing. Israel is a country like any other, with some policies that are good and others that are not so good. Sometimes criticism or condemnation of Israel is transparently a cover for anti-Semitism, such as when it uses traditional anti-Semitic imagery or stereotypes, which blames all Jews for the actions of Israel or denies or questions Israel's right to exist. The latest outbreak has been the heaviest since the 2014 conflict after Israel forcefully stormed into Al Aqsa Mosque during the holy month of Ramadan. Israeli officers fired tear gas, rubber coated bullets and stun grenades, after which Israeli officials claimed was aimed at restoring order, following the riding of thousands of worshippers after evening praise. But how can you tell me firing tear gas and using provocative, provocative ways to attack peaceful worshippers is restoring order? Tensions have been mounting for weeks over a now delayed Israeli court ruling on whether dozens of Palestinians could be evicted from the old city's Sheikh Jarrah neighbourhood to make way for Jewish settlers. Palestine wants to be an independent state with each Jerusalem as its capital, which is currently occupied, but Israel views the whole city as its capital, with only the US and a handful of other countries recognising this claim. Israel says its occupation of Gaza and the West Bank is necessary to protect itself from the terrorism, but Palestinians say they are suffering as a result of this. For more than 25 years, the international community have tried and failed to reach some kind of solution or ceasefire. The most recent peace plan, proposed under Donald Trump's presidency, was held as the deal of the century by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, but Palestinian leaders were united in their rejection of the proposal, which would have put Jerusalem under complete Israeli control. Israelis were also known to be celebrating Israel's assault on Al-Aqsa Mosque, which put hundreds of worshippers' at li- lives at stake, which also indicated hostilities between the two countries was at an all-time high. I acknowledge Turkish leader Erdogan for his resilience and bravery in finding a voice for Palestinians and Pakistani PM Imran Khan for advocating Palestinian rights. In saying that, however, some Western media outlets are still not seeing the bigger picture and rather trying to show some sympathy for Israel. Joe Biden recently came out and stated Israel has every right to defend itself, but Palestine also has the right to defend itself if we look at it the way he's saying it. But when Palestinian defends itself, it's labelled terrorism by the Western media. The situation in Palestine has nothing to do with religion so it's better to stop substituting Muslim or Arab where you specifically mean Palestinian because it's Orientalism and a tool Western media uses to dehumanize and oppress indigenous people fighting for the land against settler colonialism. The Western media is only interested in showing the crocodile dears. As Muslims celebrate around the world including me and some of you probably at home, some are not as fortunate as us celebrating right now. So I ask you to keep passing your brothers and sisters in your prayers while we enjoy the festivities. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care.